0: of just us trying to work out uh, what's happened this evening. Club statement, probably not the club statement that uh, most of us were expecting. Club statement that says, uh, in very weak terms, I think the thing is here, Martin, in very weak terms that Jim Goodwin would be continuing as Aberdeen manager, but an immediate improvement would be expected. Um, I stick by what I said in the main podcast this week, that Jim Goodwin is done as Aberdeen manager and it it didn't almost in a way, not that it didn't matter because I think it does matter to the overall health of the club and the toxicity around the club but to even in the outlandish scenario where we win four or five games, the very next defeat everyone's thinking back to Darvell, everyone's bringing up Darvell again, it's an indelible stain on his time, not just at this club, but in his whole football management career, I think he's going to have to realise that. Um, so I've not really changed my position too much. I'm not 100 surprised by what's happened tonight. I suppose. Um, are you?
1: I'm not surprised at the reaction from people. Um, I, you know, when when I when I when I put that question to you last night on the podcast, I don't think I'll ever hand anybody a question on a, on a, on the podcast ever again that'll be such an easy tap in because i agreed with every word you said the club's a laughing stock we've been a laughing stock since we conceded on monday night and to allow this to drag on for two days is pathetic as you've pointed out in the feed we have a non-executive director at the club who has been who has been the head of a massive pr company for like 30 years at no point did the did zoe ogilvy think of picking up the phone to dave and saying (sighs) you might want to say something you might want to put out a tweet or a Facebook comment, or something on the right. website. 48, 48 hours this has been stewing on for.
0: I think the frustration and... is isn't that there was nothing said because you know I don't expect a running commentary. It's more that this piss weak statement could have easily come out on a Wednesday morning, uh, Tuesday morning rather, and that would have been that. It's a bit of a stupid dance we're about to engage in now because the likelihood of of this squad being turned around in the knowledge as well. Players aren't daft. The players will know the situation, and if they don't, they'll certainly know by uh, 4.50 on Saturday. The players will know that he's a dead man walking. And what's that going to do for morale? I, I struggle to see where they think this bounce is going to come from.
1: Obviously, the statements I said, he said, left in no doubt, I think was it left in no doubt, they're seeking an immediate response. If, see, if, if, that, if Monday, and last Wednesday, as the players fully behind the manager, I'd hate to see them when they've they've given up on him and they've down tools on him. I feel quite insulted as a as a fan with with that statement that came out tonight. Dave, it's Dave's plaything. It's, so it's his money. I suppose he can do what he wants. No point discussing Stephen Gunn, because, as you mentioned when we recorded yesterday, we don't know what you don't know what he does.
0: We we learn a little bit more about that tonight, that Stephen Gunn is not in a position of responsibility when it comes to footballing matters, the fact that he's merely on this board. I, I think that we also learn that um, Dave is reluctant to give up power, and I talked about how the structure was this kind of weird halfway house between that of a kind of modern European football club with a clear focus on recruitment being divorced from that of the manager Um or head coach to the old British structure and a structure where the chairman has overarching power across every aspect of the of the club. I, I truly believe that he needs to give up some of that power for for his own good as well, because better decisions ultimately should be the result of that.
1: At least there's one like a, a, for, I hate using the term, but a proper football person in that group of four. If any of us have listened to Willie Garner when he's been on red tv or commentary he's got a lot to say and he says and he says the right th- things that's for what the supporters supporters are thinking as well so i'd like to think that he's maybe doing that while he's on this board if we get rid of an, if we were to get rid of another manager if goodwin had been sacked today i think fingers would then start be start being pointed at stephen Dunn.
0: oh of course they are and they're currently being pointed at him yeah, and how, anyway. valid that, how, how valid that is is um, open to debate. And they're certainly being pointed at Cormac, and they would have been pointed at Cormac anyway, because it would have been two failed appointments in the the space of little over two years. And again, we touched on this in the main pod, and apologies if we're going over old ground. It's, it's less than 24 hours since we had that conversation. Having had more conversations with other normal people and of course inevitably a lot of conversations as well with people who normally don't talk football because it's been the absolute talk of the northeast for the past couple of days so at work it, it, it's all the conversations are about that some people know i went on monday um some people don't some people Smaller subset of those people know that I do the podcast. It's not something I like to broadcast because it's deeply embarrassing to do a football podcast, Martin. To do any sort of podcast, Martin, as I think we all should agree. um But it doesn't matter. That was the chat, and I'm sure that was repeated in every workplace around the northeast. And I posed a question earlier, and uh, you know, to be fair, some people said that they had spoken to people or did support not changing them. I think a lot of people who. Uh, to qualify that further, a lot of people who, who said that they, they felt it was right not to, to get rid of them focused on the lack of uh, what they saw as genuine alternatives, and that's okay, but again, don't have a succession plan in place within the club, or a constantly updated shortlist of managers who are available. Then that's also in the club, because that's something they should have in place, and also it's a failing again against what was promised in this bloody football strategy document. To quote, "We will build resilience in our succession plan, sustaining the success of the club for many years to come." <sighs> it's beyond parody at this point.
1: No, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm in the office today, getting the same, getting the same questions, same chat. You know people people know I do this <laughs> and people are asking he goes, people one of the things as well people seem to think that because I do this where I have some sort of inside track and inside knowledge we must, we must be about 300 episodes down by now um I am absolutely no have no inside track and no inside knowledge I think we've established that by now but, it, but it's the same conversations that have, that's been happening across you know, you, you follow social media whether you see any of the replies replies to any of the stuff on, on Twitter, same on Facebook, it's the same on Instagram. No, there, there's, a, there's a small amount of people who feel that you should be given more time. That small amount of people are basically Dave Cormack and Graham Spears. <laughs>
0: Listen, is it a show of strength to go against what the majority want and think should happen here? Or is it just plain stubbornness?
1: I think it's I think it's plain stubbornness because I, th- I think that it's been is that eleven months that Goodwin's been in in post to sack two managers in the space of a coll- in a space of twelve months would then mean that it's apparent to everyone that there has been a failing from the chairman and we'll, we'll start calling them the football monitoring board. Um, there's no getting away from that, and so I think it's I I think it's stubbornness. Um, I don't think it's no, and I, I'm still in full agreement with you. I don't think it'll last. If if Jim Goodwin is still in charge at the end of February, I will be probably more gobsmacked than I was when I read that statement tonight.
0: It's the um, the away support on. On Saturday, it'll be a, it'll be an acid test because that's your hardcore. I and mean, broadly speaking, it's your hardcore. I, I'm not calling the people who can't get to away games, particularly in this current climate, economic climate, uh, climate, not the hardcore. If you have Aberdeen in your heart, that's all we particularly care about. Equally, the sort of people who are going to turn up for St. moving at home on a Wednesday night in early February, the Wednesday after that, you are going to be down to your hardcore. Um, I was reading back on. The scenario that played out when Mark McGee got the sack earlier and reminded that there was um, under 6,000 at Potaudry for the game against Inverness directly after the after the 9-0 defeated Parkhead. I think it will be above 6,000, Well, at least we know for certain that the, the attendance that will be given to us will be over 6,000. But I think there will actually be more than 6,000 in the ground. Um, but it's not going to be great is it it's it's not going to be great and i think it will be where if it hasn't already if he doesn't realize already where this idea that they can somehow tough this out hits up against reality
1: well so the i mean the season's pretty much over you know we're we're playing for potential european places now um, yeah
0: and I, I, that's i mean it's arrogant of us to say that it's over when that is still on the line and we are currently in a position that would probably get a european spot yeah uh, by fluke or by crook um recent forms suggest that that might not last and it was the same scenario obviously last season there is still something to play for there should currently be a lot more to play for there should be um, a home match against a side from the third tier to make it into a quarterfinals of the scottish cup but that's gone now um so just like last season there is still something to play for. there is still a tangible reward at the end of it, and that reward is a European spot.
1: What I meant is that, no there's no there's no silverware you know in the immediate future, is anybody really gonna say, well yeah, let's nip down Patandry, let's get some tickets but your floating fans aren't going to be coming. this is and yes, there would have been a financial effect of having, of getting rid of Jim Goodwin and his team or whatever. But there's a financial effect as what's happened on Monday as well. That, you know, it isn't just oh we're going to lose out on some Scottish Cup money. that you're going to lose out on some actual ticket sales as well because people aren't going to want to come to games.
0: Uh, no, no, um, they're, they're not. Um, <laughs> the the free flowing, exciting, attractive
1: <laughs> side,
0: which which do we feel at home? It has been. It's they've been a, a worthwhile watch for most of the home games this season. That sort of fan doesn't like to be associated with defeat and with uh, a team that's not going anywhere. Um, and that's what this team has now. That's what this team has a stench of now, the stench of failure that will linger for, as I said the other night, decades. This will always be now the side that lost to Darville. Always.
1: Yeah, like, like I said last night, No, this will ne- this never, never go away. It won't just be that now the game will be remembered, it'll be this 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 spell of you know four hours of nothing to then come out with this that'll be remembered as well. Um, and that will that will hang around, you know, when you know Dave Cormack's stewardship, if you want to call it, at the club. You know, this that sort of thing will be remembered where the the manager who oversaw the most shameful result in the history of the club kept his job. You know, and, you know, we did it with, you know, we did it with McGee and we know what happened there. Um, and eventually, you know, it it, it it ended. I just know, I, I can't see how this is going to, this is going to play out any differently. You know, so there has been good stuff to see, but none of that will really be remembered. Everything that, everything about this season now will will be, though we got, got popped out of the cup by by Darvill know, doesn't matter how many great goals are scored, it's gonna be we got popped out of the Scottish Cup by Darville.
0: I should say that um we we put that point to if anyone had um spoken because I was genuinely curious if you know our workplace was unique or our circles were unique and that it's so unusual really at this point to have such unanimity about what the outcome should be, to have hear you no know, voices saying, Oh, maybe he should get You should get um, a bit longer. Maybe it was a one-off result. I think most people realise that the gravity of that, uh, the the sort of black hole of that result that sucks in any life and any prospect of redemption, um, and you can't escape from it. But, to be fair, there were a few people who came back and said, yes, uh, I still, or yes, I've spoken to people. Um, So, you know, it's not as unanimous as I. May have first thought, I think inevitably those people will probably keep their heads down a bit. I think Saturday will be, as I say, when this little experiment and um, God knows what it's an experiment in, but this uh, little experiment in faith, shall we say, uh, meets the reality of an away supporter that's still hurt and very, very angry after Monday night in Darville. Okay, that's it. I don't think I've still quite got that three paragraphs from the club out of my system, but um, <laughs> that's where we're at. Jim Goodwin still, well, he's still in charge normally, but really, yeah, I, I stick with what I said the other night. That uh, there isn't a route back after a result quite as uh, quite as big as Monday night's. Uh, Martin, thank you. Thank you, Richard, no problem. Uh, everyone else, um, as I often say when uh, we're going through some difficulties, which has been quite a lot in the last couple of years, keep the faith, uh, come on your Reds, uh, and we'll speak to you after the weekend.